Paragon 7 Studio. You are listening to the Lounge J Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studio. to get freeway back on the show he came on it's funny that we do the health cast now freeway came on when i was on nbc in phoenix and he gave this fantastic interview about his battle with chronic kidney disease and, and freeway was he was on dialysis at the time he he documented his story about going to johns hopkins and getting a new kidney and everything he had to go through to survive and, and changing his diet and losing a lot of weight. He talked about basically talked about being on tour, being a being an artist, not eating well, not taking care of himself. He's a diabetic, high blood pressure. And in he was only roughly 40 years old and, and had to get a new kidney. And then one of the reasons I admire Freeway, he lost both of his his he lost, I don't know, both. He lost two of his children. He lost a son and a daughter. I believe his son passed away suddenly. I don't I don't know why I don't want to misreport that. But but his daughter, he chronicled his daughter's battle with cancer. And so he lost two children and he's still out here. Getting it. Still making music, still touring after all of the adversity. That he's gone through and, and freeway often talks about his faith, his, his faith in, in Allah as, as a Muslim. And if you follow the, the, the hip hop heads from Philly, a lot of them are, are Muslim. Gilly, Gilly is a Muslim. Wallow. A lot of people from, from Philadelphia grew up Muslim. And just to see what, what freeway's done, it's, it's very inspirational. So I'm, I'm going to reach out to his people and see if he'll come back on the show and give us an update, especially like a health cast version and talk about post transplant and how he's taking care of himself and his mental health, how he's been able to, I don't want to say thrive, but how he's been able to still be out there doing what he does, being, being at the apex of, of his craft with those personal losses. It's, it's just an amazing story and, and freeway is a, an amazing guy and a, and a, and a fantastic MC. Now Swiss Beats can can put he can put them tracks under you and make a lot of people look good. But Freeway is a, a really, really talented brother and, and, and just shout out to him and shout out to all the people in Philly, man. He used to come on the show back in the day. We made those connections back in the ESPN days. And that's how I got into this industry. I couldn't get any of the the when I was on ESPN in Philly, I couldn't get the, the big time athletes to to come in and do the show, but we were the only we were the only show on ESPN that had hip hop people on. So we had a lot of great hip hop interviews that, that we have archived and you can find on whether it's Spotify or whether it's Apple Podcasts, but we got a lot of really good interviews that, that are archived. I wanted to talk about something that I saw that really touched me. And I'm not a big person that's into the memes. I'm not a big person. I just did a segment about, hey, 
sometimes it doesn't hurt to back away from from whatever media is putting out there and, and actually read a book or actually meditate, actually pray over something. However, however you get inter- however you internalize. But don't 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 spend all of your time. I'm not saying don't spend some of your time, but don't spend all of your time being focused on Will Smith's suspension from the Oscars or who Kim Kardashian West or not West anymore is dating. Or if LeBron James is, is going to spurn the Lakers at the end of next season and, and go play for the Mavericks with Luka or something like that. That entertainment is a part of society, but it's not. It shouldn't be 70%. It shouldn't be even 50%. Enjoy the entertainment, laugh, move on. But don't immerse yourself in it 24 hours a day because there, there are better things to do with your time that are more productive, especially if you want to be at the top of your industry or or the best parent that you can be or the best uh, person, the the most fit individual you could be, physically and mentally. But I saw a picture, and it really touched me. So, so Easter, the celebration of, of, of Christ and his sacrifice and resurrection. Now, there's so many different interpretations on who Christ is, what Christ looks like, who Christ came here to save, when Christ is coming again, if he's coming again, if Christ even exists, or is it just a story? Is Christ a deity? Is Christ God and a part of the Godhead? There's so many, there's so many things that we can argue about and pontificate about, and I don't want to do that. There are times where I do that. I don't, I don't do that on the show. I don't, I don't talk about religion a lot on the show because religion is so polarizing. Like politics is so polarizing. I'll talk about Trump doing something stupid. I'll talk about the fact that Joe Biden, a lot of times he doesn't look like he knows where or who he is. I'll talk about AOC and how it's laughable that, that she goes to galas that where it's like 3,500 bucks a plate and then talks about living wages. I'll talk about that. But do I really get into the construct of, of politics? Do I care? No. Everybody has their own political beliefs. You vote for who's best for you. Don't let somebody hijack your vote and tell you that you're not cool because you didn't vote for their cause. That's what that's the whole point of a vote. You vote for you and your family. Based on what you believe and what's good for your community. But when it comes to the subject of of Christ and his sacrifice as a pastor's son, as the grandson of a pastor, as uh, the great grandson of a pastor as someone who studied theology in college until my father said son you're too much of a heathen don't go into the ministry I'm just joking dad but went to college as a a theology major we often when looking at Christ we often let these political beliefs and and we let all this theater and we we let the hatred for for one another and the disdain we, we let that shift focus on Jesus Christ and what his intent was. If you believe in that. Now, there'll be some that don't believe in that, that are agnostic and, and they don't believe in Christ. But we let, we let politics, we let race, we let all of that skew the love of Christ. And it was this great series of pictures where, where Christ, you know, during the Passover, Christ washed, but but before before his passing, Christ washed the feet of the disciples. 
and they do foot washing in 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 many churches they do and at my church they do they do foot washing four times a year and they have something called communion and we we drink thimbles of of grape juice that represents the the blood of Jesus Christ and and small crackers or wafers that that represent the body of Jesus Christ and it's a it's a cleansing process for for those that believe in that there are a lot of people that don't believe in that but it's a, a cleansing process And in the pictures, it depicted Christ washing the feet of so many different types of people. The first one, he was washing Donald Trump's feet. And then the second picture, he was washing Joe Biden's feet. And then it went on, he was washing the feet of policemen. He was washing the feet of someone that had a, a rainbow flag representing the, the LGBTQIA community. He was washing the feet of, of one lady that, that just seemed like she was in peril. She was just crying. He was washing her feet. He was washing the feet of a guy that had a bunch of tattoos and a skateboard. All of these different people. He was washing the feet of a mother that was cradling her children and had a Ukraine flag. Someone is displaced. And to me, that's, I don't want to get, I don't want to get pastoral on you, but that's, my Jesus Christ. That's the Christ that I worship. That's the Christ that I gave my life to. That's the Christ that I would give everything up for to follow. We have this narrative that, and unfortunately, I don't want to call out religious groups, but rather it's, it's, there are certain populations of Christians that there's this narrative that if you do not comply with, with, traditional Judeo-Christian beliefs. That was very well said. I should put that on commercial. If you don't comply with those beliefs, Christ has abandoned you. You're an abomination to him. You have the whole movement, God hates, insert whatever slur you want for, for African-American or people that, that, that are not heterosexual. God hates, Christ hates individuals that are cursed that are not complicit with, with the Bible. And the concept of, of justification and salvation and sanctification is a very difficult concept for people to grasp. A lot of people reject those beliefs. A lot of people think that, that it's used to manipulate and control individuals, and maybe that's true. There are definitely individuals that do that. But me personally, I choose to focus on Christ's love. Christ's love, especially the Trump-Biden comparison. There's so many people that if you're a Trump supporter, you hate Biden. You think that Biden is the axis of evil. And you hate the liberal politics. You, you don't like what you see, rather it's critical race theory, rather it's um, the, the evolution of people in the LGBTQ community getting married. Whatever is going on, you hate it. And we've gotten to a point where we don't just disagree saying that, hey, those don't reflect my beliefs. We've developed hatred for other people. And then, and then on the other end, we think that anyone, a lot of people on the left, think that anyone that, that really wants to, to, to live by fundamental old school Christian values has to be a racist, has to be a bigot, has to be a reprehensible person. And, and in the midst of all of those arguments and the back and forth and the banter, we forget that the center of this is Jesus Christ sacrificing himself for us. The fact that 
And if you believe in this, everybody doesn't believe in it. But the fact that Jesus, who sits at the right hand of God on the throne, and that's me quoting, quoting scripture, was willing to leave heaven, come here for 33 years and be, and be crucified on a tree with nails driven into his body. To me, that, that means a lot. Now, I know a lot of people, they don't, they don't take the story of Christ literally, and that's, that's your own prerogative. But the story of good versus evil, the story of love, the story of a being coming from heaven who was flawless, perfect in every way, taking the abuse from mankind. And that's above any politics. That's above any religious beliefs. That's above race. And it's a phenomenal story when, when you take all the other crap out of it and just really focus on rather, rather you believe it to be absolutely true or, or an allegory or whatever. It's a great story. The message is not about control. It's not about if you don't do what I tell you to do that you're going to burn in hell. It's not about that. The message is about treating each other with the same love that Christ treated his disciples and everyone that was in his path during his time on earth. That's my opinion. Lance J. Show. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J. Radio Network. Paragon 7 Studios. I'm not doing the health cast. I consult for many startups and ACOs who are new to the healthcare business. Episource serves Medicare, commercial, and Medicaid plans with an experienced risk adjustment team that cares about results and building partnerships. With the largest health plans and healthcare organizations as clients, Episource aims to obtain the best medical chart retrieval rates, the highest coding accuracy, and the maximum level of project satisfaction. For information on Episource, go to www.episource.com and fill out one of their contact forms to request a demonstration.